Zwingo. Zwingo. Now we're fully charged. We're we're all fired up. <laughs> Zwingo. Zwingo. I've never heard that expression. Zwingo. Well, it's a new one. I like it. It just came into being. Zwingo. Just entered the the uh, the the you know the thing. <laughs> it just entered the the course of conversation. No. There's a better word. There was a there's a word. The vernacular. Archetype. <laughs> I got myself a cup of coffee here, and I'm going to take me a sip. <laughs> That's perfect. Ah, ham and eggs. <laughs> That's so funny. Isn't that weird about that word? Yeah. <laughs> I think everybody at the concert was thinking, what? <laughs> you were saying, what's that, that, oh, that A word? That A word. <laughs> I always forget. <laughs> I say that, you know, I say it to Dave at my at my counseling sessions all the time, too. You know, the A word, he's like, architect. <laughs> because I've, I've told him that I have, the, that I use the word a lot, but I can't remember it. When I'm, when I'm calling on it, it's one of those, if it's an old guy thing or whatever, but whenever I'm reaching for that word, it's not immediately there. But it's exactly, the, I know what I'm, I know what I'm, and then I can't. It's. 8.11 a.m. Saturday, October the 20th, 2018. I'm Bill. I'm Diane. It's the Bill and Diane Show. <laughs> How did we get to, to where we were doing... And do, 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 do. What, how did that develop? Oh, I don't know. We should do a deep dive and a study. And yes. I think everybody should go back and listen to all the previous 268 episodes. Of the well, and the Diane first Show. episode, we didn't do much of nothing for an intro. That's true. We it's just serve. I think it's I think it's a, a mark of our greatness that we've have not stooped to a, having a theme song. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea what I was just talking about. Well, you see, folks, the battery was dead on the Mr. Microphone, and then uh, what was the word again? The, the, <laughs> <laughs> not archetype, but the one that that just entered the swingo le- lexicon. Popular lexicon. lexicon. Okay. That's what I was trying to find. When you said archetype, it blew my mind. <laughs> See, I have this I have this problem when I'm trying to use the word because the word archetype and archetypal and its derivatives comes up in my conversation quite a bit. Because there are lots of things happening in life that seem archetypal. Very good. And uh, so but whenever I'm whenever I'm reaching for that word, as I'm talking along about a thing and I'm trying to illustrate my point, and I'm saying, you know, these kinds of events, you know, in my life, they seem very, <laughs> very, and then I can't remember the word archetypal. Which happened to your during that your wonderful me, concert? Happened this, to me during the concert. So I look at that. What's that a word? I can never remember. <laughs> archetypal. Thank you. And all the audience burst out in laughter because it was sort of like what's that a word that i can never... <laughs> it could have been anything it could have been could have been aardvark yeah, it could have been so it's been a hectic week here in lake amphetamine as per usual right diane it has been yeah i think the highlight of the week was your concert man that was that was with cat a... my darling cat yeah it was it was a rip roaring one it it seemed like it ripped and roared and started off a little rocky because yeah. there was some there was a couple of tables of talkers 
Yeah. Who, you know, it actually was just one table. Uh, oh, John they, told me. Was it the me, same two? They it was moved the to same the two. They moved to the back. Uh, okay. But they were speaking very loudly. Yeah, it's always odd in a in a place where they have music. Yeah. On a regular basis, and it's you know it's well known, and the chairs are set up, and people are coming in to listen to the music, and the music starts, and the people who were having the conversation and building a website, or they were doing some kind yeah. of some kind of confab, which was you know important, I'm sure. They just start talking a lot louder in response to the music. Well, and I think that. Uh, it's to me sort of a a lack of observation about what's going on around you. You know, the yeah. the obviously everybody else is quiet and listening to the music, and you're the only table that's out there kind of. Rah, rah, rah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so. the music gets louder, and then you get louder in response to the music. You're gonna. It's not. A, it's, it's not gonna. You're not gonna I, make friends. Though. All of us uh, in the. I mean, John and I. We're certainly thinking the same thing that we would have to go and say something, and it might not be a popular notion, but but another member of the audience got up and said something to them, and Took they care of business. they left. Took so, care of but after they left, man, it was it was very uh, the crowd was with the performers, and that is such a wonderful experience every time it happens it's i just true. love that that it's feeling true. it's like being part of a wave or something just like you know everybody's going the same direction and everybody's almost like celebrating this this feeling of companionship and uh, and joy that's why i told you one time that i thought it's a great gift that songwriters give to uh, songwriters like you and Kat give to the audience because it gives them the feeling of community in a way that is hard to to get anymore. So. Well, I think that's one of the reasons that I like playing in these little tiny places and stuff like that is because it's like, you know, you can it's like a little meeting. You can everybody gets to participate and it's not. Uh, and it's always people that, because of the way you and Kat are, it's always people who know you and care about you, too. So, but when you told the story of us getting together, the audience's jibes from the, uh, <laughs> just from the yeah. place that we were, were hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> well, I like that kind of, I like that kind of audience participation. <laughs> That's very helpful. Shannon Beck said, Boy, you were a real catch. <laughs> that broke everybody up. <laughs> Which is something that I've actually said myself in telling that story. <laughs> and then John said, And were you broke too? <laughs> That's true. Oh, that was so great. Yeah. When you have the audience with you, and then, what? and then John and uh, I helped to remind uh, you oh, and yeah. Kat to actually advertise our fact that we have CDs for sale, right? And that, a, that we're getting paid by a tip basket. And, <laughs> yeah. and then Dan just picked yeah. up the grumpy Dan. Grumpy Dan, Dan Kurtz. He just picked grabbed. up the the basket and passed around like a collection plate. That yeah. was fantastic. Yeah. Anyway. It was a, a festive evening, and it just felt very nice. And we are going to get together with Kat 
and John again on Bashan again on this Friday. Yeah. I'm going to go out there and spend a couple of nights, and, and they've been gracious enough to offer us their cabin, which they have right next to their place. And so it's going to be nice. And yeah. it's going to be for in celebration of your birthday, in part. Well, I've been spending my birthday with um, you and Kat and John in some way for years. And before you and I, um, I, it it predates your arrival in my life as my husband. Oh, does it now? Yes. I see. I used to get together. I mean, there was that... The world existed? I know. I, was, I have a hard time remembering it. Pardon me. I'm going to have another drink of coffee. But reality? It predates... Uh, uh, you boy. It predates... That's good coffee. John's arrival as Kat's husband. So... That's true. Wait a minute. It was was yesterday their anniversary? Or is, I thought Thursday was. No, I think it was... Thursday was the day before their anniversary. So. Well, I was looking at the photo dates, and it looks like it was hmm. October 18th, which was Thursday. So I was kind of behind the times on that. We should have said something. I know. Darn it. Let's go back and fix that. We can go Rewind. back and fix that. Yeah. So we got that going on. We got This is the, uh, the week of the massive October birthdays. Thursday was also uh, my nephew TJ's 27th birthday. And then my sister's birthday is coming up on Monday. And then your birthday is coming up next Friday. So... Three, yeah, October three major is, birthdays all in the space of a week. October so. is always a wonderful month for me. And, and October is a, a gorgeous month. Yeah, I love going for my walks gorgeous. in the morning because even in the dark, the trees are just, you know, and a lot of times, you know, if you get a street light position just right behind the, uh, like the yellow leaves of a tree, yeah. it's like... Like Rrr. right by that school. Yeah. That was pretty amazing. Yeah, there's a lot of great foliage right now so well this is a particularly temperate and clement october we've had a lot of beautiful rather warmish days yeah high 60s and stuff nothing to worry about uh, yeah. yeah that that's the only thing you know you're having this beautiful day and you're thinking hmm this does not seem normal Gee, it's unseasonably warm today <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, I'm looking forward to this event. Um, yeah, got some journeys just, uh, coming up. And then I'm going to also, we're going to visit with Mela too. So, you know, there's a lot of people I care about over in Vashon. Yeah. It's, well, a, it's a nice place. We have to... said this before. Yeah. And we'll say it again. Will we? We will. So there may not be a show next week. Well, maybe there'll be a show that we record oh my God. with Cat and John. Oh my gosh, the Bill that, and Diane and Cat and John show. That would be that would be fun. A fun show. It could very well be a fun show. We had a fun show with them on their Rolling Wave, where oh, we got to. That's right. Yeah, we, we were to, over on Vashon. We got to roll with the waves. Yeah. On their September Rolling Wave show on the Voice of Vashon. Mm. That was tremendous fun. That was fun. And maybe we can get Cat and John to do a little music for our show next week. I bet we could. Maybe a little guitar and a little pipes kind yeah. of thing. Going. Yeah. I bet, I bet we, we could. could do that. Okay, so, it's, it's officially a conspiracy now, ladies yes, and gentlemen. Exactly. We do have an official conspiracy going on. <laughs> Homeland Security will be alerted uh, so there can be extra security on 
on hand in case there are mishaps and misappropriations of funds. The only thing that's been strange about this October is that, man, we're already almost at the end of it. And I feel like I hardly even stepped into it. I feel like, how did that happen? What the heck is that? Is I that don't just know. is that just the old age past time passing in the wink of an eye kind of phenomenon or no, is I was asking the young women in my pod at work and they were also saying that it seemed like because we were laughing because there was something that I had done for a payroll yeah. situation that had already been paid out uh, an underpayment that had been rectified or an overpayment that had been anyway. Uh, and I was puzzled by the fact that I already paid out because I said, I just entered that. And, and Danielle just looked over at me and said, Diane, I hate to tell you this, but it's October 18th already. And, uh, it's just, when did, when did you actually enter it? October 1st. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 Uh, there you go. I got the rock strip coming up too. That's like coming up the following weekend or something. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And then the weekend after that we'll be in Portland. So So even more of a reason for our theme song for the rock strip too. Yeah. There you go. Anyway, theme song? We don't have a theme song. I mean, not. We were making the point earlier that the the, song's theme of the 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 theme theme of the the song song of of the the day. day. I got it. I got it. Okay. Other than that, the the thing that has been occurring to me this week is that I have had, speaking of my passing through the grief about my mom, um, it's been an interesting observation to me that uh, right now that I'm often overcome by tears of gratitude. We were watching... <laughs> Go ahead. He's shaking his head. No, I wasn't shaking He's... my head. I was just wincing just a little bit. It was a small wince, but I was just kind of just preparing. Well, we were watching Mama Mia too. The Here We Go Again. Um, Bill did this just because of me. I actually I enjoyed... enjoyed the films. Yeah, they are you know like the candy section of life. Yeah, they're the candy frothy. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's like the cake with the frosting on. Yeah. yeah. Multiple and layers, extra frosting. Right. Right. But there is a song uh, that in Mamma Mia 2 that is sung very... It's right at the uh, end, right? Right. Very hauntingly uh, with a mother and daughter theme. And I just, the first time I saw it without Bill, because I didn't think he would be able to handle this. You remember our Crocodile Dundee conversation from long long ago well these are the sorts of things that i dabble in on the side crocodile dundee moment a crocodile dundee moment um but i just i was watching the movie on my own because i didn't think bill would tolerate it and i came upon that song and i just wept and wept and wept but the funny thing is that it was more from being touched and and feeling loved Mm -hmm. than from well, that's kind of the departure. Yeah, that's kind of the sense in the movie too. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of a bunch of elements kind of converging and and uh, different uh, spiraling circles kind of lining up 
in a moment kind of thing. I kind of like to talk about the way that I am passing through this because I don't think people really talk that much about the ongoing passage of how you go through the go through grief is sort of like at the beginning you talk about it when it first happens and then people just don't really ask you about it anymore or whatever and and it's been interesting to me this time to watch what is going on in my psyche about this because it is archetypal there's that a word <laughs> and i also think that you know you grief you experience grief differently the older you get you know, it's like yeah. we were talking before about how when, when our dads uh, passed, it was just the weight and the heaviness and the, the profound sense of loss. And you sit in, the, in that sense of loss uh, for however long it is. For me, it was about five years where I, was, where I felt like I was actively impacted by that sense of that vacancy in my life. But I think when you're older and then you, the parent or whoever is also older too I don't know you, you it becomes a different kind of experience but the other thing is that I feel like I have so interwoven the fabric of my life with my mom I mean I did with my dad too but I lost him earlier and the more that you go through every step of the way uh, into very old age with your parent you just feel interwoven with them like it's a fabric and you don't feel the loss in the same kind of a way i i don't know how to describe it better than that but but it's, i it's more it's just it creates instead of creating a gaping hole in your in your own fabric it's it may be a place where the fabric is stretched and you can kind of see through it and it's but it's still together yeah you know or something like so that. it's been an interesting thing to watch what happens to me and because I don't really feel ambushed by grief ever since the we did the mandala for my mom in the sand mm-hmm. at La Push but I do feel uh, overcome by emotion not grief yeah. uh, like sorrow but overcome by the emotion of gratitude towards having this wonderful treasure of having parents that I had. Right, and then the part of the uh, the upwelling of emotion is in recognition of the fact that the connection is still there. Yeah, That in some exactly. ways, I think that your connection with your mom has gotten stronger since she yeah. passed because her departure took, you know, seven years or so, and so much of the grief and the, and the sorrow part was kind of experienced in that in the, during that time well and especially because it was like ever you know every step down that road that i thought she was going to pass uh, you know almost yeah. once a year and so when the the final passage came uh it was it felt more inevitable there wasn't that time of disbelief but by that because... point the, the, the actual passing of your mom allowed you to reconnect with her yeah, uh, in a way that it was more reminiscent of the of the of the relationship that you treasure. Yeah, you know, that's right. You were able to reconnect that way. The other little ancillary thing that I wanted to mention. This is completely off topic, but I, it did happen this week because I got together 
uh, had another recording session at David Lang's and my old friend Dan Moeller came in and to record bass tracks and it was just a delightful day. Once again, worked very well for me because I'm very insecure uh, about recording multiple parts on my songs because I don't really, I always feel like I'm not going to know if I like it until I can hear it for a while. Yeah. You know? But I think people who have worked with me before kind of understand that or, you know, so... Dan is just a very giving and creative guy who, you know, can take direction. I mean, he's just consummately a professional, and plus he's just a master player. So part of the fun of the day was watching Dan and Dave, who have known each other, I think, since high school, and they hadn't seen each other for several years. And so I was able to provide an occasion for the two of them to be together. And we were all in the t control room together because when you're recording electric bass, you don't need to be in, a, in an acoustic right. room. So Dan was just plugged in right there in the control room, and we were all just sitting there talking through the parts as they were going down. But it was just uh, kind of made me feel reconnected to the process of recording and reconnected to Dan, who I've known for 30 years. I mean, he played on, on my first album which was 30 years ago this year that it was released. So we were recording it 31, 32 years ago. And uh, he's just a great guy. And I was just so happy to, uh, to have his creativity in the room, uh, making my song sound better. So I just wanted to acknowledge that that was a part of the uh, hectic week here in Lake Amphetamine. Oh, and I had one more thing to say about the concert, too. Oh, then. That Kat actually relearned her song, oh, yeah. Two Houses, Two that houses. we played on the other, yeah, <laughs> played, played on the show. We helped bring that about, Bill. And man, the, and then she, the, the guitar things, the, the, especially the one she did at the end. Yeah. I was just sitting there watching her just going, when she finished, I said, I'm announcing my retirement from the music <laughs> business. Because it was just like, wow. That was a very nice performance. It was an incredible performance. And part of the reason why we had played it, if you listen back, was because it has a lot to say about our current times in, in America. Yeah. And so we had said about the song we were going to play today, which is We'll Be Together Again. Doogie. By Doogie. That it had lots of resonances for this particular time because it had more the global idea that we'll be together again. This is if, not, you know, we are this, not. If that, if if, this, if the, if yeah. We, if we can be. If the line takes the strain and the rope doesn't break. Right. Um, <laughs> but also uh, it has resonance for me because one time I drove Kat down to the Portland airport and while waiting for the flight, I have no idea why I had to be from Portland. Um, I played her this song, and I remember um, her holding my hand while we were listening to it. And so as thoughts for me about me and Kat, and it also makes me think about my mom. So, so multi-levels of... And the, my dad. Multiple levels of connection. And my grandparents. And, you know, all those people that have passed. We'll be together again.
along Never knowing quite where it might lead And from mountain to ocean We tried to be strong Or we bend to the ultimate need Of the hopes and the fears That we yet to be born Determined we nourish their seed And if the spirit is willing And the rivers don't rise And the light doesn't disappear Out of our eyes And adventure stays with us With its pain and surprise We'll be together again And if the line takes the strain And the rope doesn't break And the venom stays a-sweeping The tooth of the snake And we don't hold against us The mistakes that we make Oh, we'll be together again Oblivious love When it's clear and it's young Oh, it waits for the chance to shine through Oh, and brother and sister from one we have come Oh, we wait for the chance to renew With the dreams and the schemes of the innocent years And sing from the place where we grew And if the spirit is willing and the rivers don't rise And the light doesn't disappear out of our eyes And adventure stays with us with its pain and surprise We'll be The line takes the strain and the rope doesn't break And the venom stays a-sweeping the tooth of the snake And we don't hold against us the mistakes that we make Oh, we'll be together again We'll be together Disappear out of our eyes And adventure stays with us With its pain and surprise We'll be together again And if the line takes the strain And the rope doesn't break And the venom stays asleep in The tooth of the snake And we don't hold against us The mistakes that we make We'll 